A more sensible way to determine stops would be to base it on what the charts are saying. Since we are trading the markets, we might as well base our stops on what the markets are showing us. One of the things that we can observe in price action is that there are times when prices can't seem to push or break beyond certain levels. Oftentimes when these areas of support or resistance are retested, they could potentially hold the market from pushing through once again. Setting stops beyond these levels of support and resistance makes sense because if the market does trade beyond these areas, then it is reasonable to think that a break of that area will bring in more traders to play the break and further push your position against you. Or if these levels do break, then there may be forces that you are unaware of suddenly pushing the market one way or another. Alright, so, so I'm looking at a chart right now of EURUSD and it is in a downtrend. Price has hit the falling trend line a couple of times which makes for a nice resistance level. You could place a short order right at the downtrend line and in this example it is at 1.369 and we would place our stop loss at 1.380. So notice how this is above the resistance area, the falling trend line. So we're going to set profit targets at about 1.353 and 1.345. Yeah. And we're going to keep going. And the trade is triggered. The trend line holds as resistance and price falls, and our first profit target is hit. Now the second profit target is missed by a single pip, but by that time, we would have moved our stop loss to break even. So we lost nothing. This is an example of using resistance as a guide on where to place your stop instead of simply using a fixed number.